Welcome to the Stalking Dead Podcast. I'm your host, Troy L. Smith, and we have another very special guest and a repeat guest. Rachel, what's going on? We don't have your mother with us this time, which is disappointing. We have to have her back soon. She was the star of the show. I think she might be the most popular guest we've had. Are you serious? Yeah, people are like, who is this woman? We need to get her back on the podcast. So we definitely got to have you guys back together. Oh, no. Maybe we'll just have her permanently on the podcast. Oh, my gosh. I'm not going to live up to her star power. All right. So we just finished episode seven of season eight. One left. It looks like it's going to be a pretty serious episode coming up. Uh, you're already covering your face because during the Talking Dead after show, Chris Hardwick said the producers are promising a shocking moment. So I don't think they're going to tease a shocking moment. And it, like Father Gabriel dies, that would really be the most annoying thing ever. Um, but first, let's start. What did you think of Sunday night's episode? I liked it. You hesitated. I really liked it. Well... One of my comments is that it's really hard for me to understand Josh McDermott and his extremely <laughs> heavy Eugene accent. A lot of times I had to rewind and be like, wait a second, what did he say? Then, you know, he has all the scientific puns, so it takes me a minute to realize that he was making a joke or what the joke meant or something like that. But I really liked it. Part of it for me with him is... I don't get it. Like, it made sense when he was pretending to be this, you know, scientist or whatever from D.C. What was the project that they worked on? But that's not exist anymore. So when he's got the kite and they're trying to fly the iPod and he's talking and recording the process, why? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Negan is making him out to be this genius, essentially, and... Well, it's funny, because Negan doesn't know about the lie that he told Abraham and everyone for so long. That's true. Maybe he knows that the only way people are going to put any responsibility on his shoulders is if he pretends to be someone he's not. He's by himself with the kite. That's what confused me. Like, I get this sort of science talk. Oh, but I don't know, hair with a reformation on the way. It's like, dude, okay. But then when he's alone, does he go back and listen to this recording? Um, I'm just hoping he can get the intercom system fixed. It's obviously the big uh. thing heading in. So do you think, you know, it's funny. I talked to people about The Walking Dead last night and this morning. People insist the last three episodes have been boring. I say, yeah, but that might be because the first, you know, four or so episodes were really, you know, gung-ho. They were really going strong. And legitimately, I think five minutes cumulative time has passed in the Walking Dead universe over the course of, like, three episodes. Yeah. Um, It's like, Daryl, drive the truck into the sanctuary already. Um, I wanted to ask you the the biggest question I have for you because you're such a big Daryl fan. What the hell's going on with Daryl? There was this moment of silence in the truck that he had where it looked like Daryl might cry. Daryl said his head might explode. What is up with Daryl, man? I think Daryl still has a lot of guilt from potentially being a cause for Glenn's death. Potentially. I like how you're giving him that. Hey. <laughs> the love is come real on, for Daryl. I'm not just going to throw him under the bus. <laughs> I think he still has a lot of guilt, and unlike Rick, I think that he just wants to get rid of the person that has caused them so much grief. But Rick does, too, because, okay, I wasn't with Rick's plan. This took a while to take shape, this Polaroid plan. 
Um, but then he did. He said to Jada straight up, "I will kill Negan myself, God willing." Um, so I'm I'm like, okay, Rick, I got you now. But Daryl has apparently screwed all of that up with his truck fiasco. It can't just be the truck, though. They got out of the sanctuary somehow, something else. Maybe this helicopter actually came, is real, I don't know. But Eugene had a plan. Do you have any idea what this plan is? Oh, absolutely not. Are they also way too calm for a building that walkers apparently have consumed the bottom yes. floor? Yes. I mean, they were just all chilling, talking yeah. in Negan's lair, and I was just like, excuse me, you can hear the walkers over your conversation. What's wrong with you? People legitimately thought, I had people ask me, is that a flashback? Because they're so <laughs> calm, and it's like, weren't they just raided? How many oh. floors are they on? They on like the 40th floor? You know, that was weird. Eugene didn't give up Dwight because Eugene is apparently the biggest coward in the history of dramatic television. Oh. I don't, you know, I keep... I think people keep holding out hope that Eugene is just, you know, going to come to his senses. I'm just really starting to hate him. I would agree with that. When he was... When he reached his boiling point, which you could tell in his facial expressions, and that he had pretty much decided he was going to rat Dwight out, I was like, nope, that's it. Don't like you anymore. And poor Father Gabriel, me? who apparently has every virus that's uh, possible, but not bitten, um gets the brunt of Eugene's random monologues, angry rant. Mm -hmm. Let me go yell at the sick guy about mm -hmm. how much I hate everyone. Because um, Father Gabriel can't do anything to him. Well, the thing is, there's this weird chain of events. You're right. It's this weird thing. It's like, so Daryl and Tara decide they're going to ram the truck into the sanctuary. And I think there's some plot holes here, because there's really no actual reason. I think Rosita says the best, like, why aren't we sticking to the plan? Like, you guys came up with this plan. You were there for said plan being come up with. So I'm very confused as the obsession with driving this truck in. Now, when Daryl had the explosives before him and Rick got in a fight, okay, I got you here. I'm confused about the truck ramming. Um, and where's Simon? Where's the... Huh. <laughs> Did he, like, sneak out the back oh, yeah. door? That's another question I have. Um, I I just think that the big difference between Daryl and Rick right now is Rick creates this plan to selfishly kill Negan. He, he wants to kill Negan. Right. Daryl is willing to sacrifice his own life for the lives that they've lost to bring hell upon the saviors. I think it always, and your mom would agree with me on this one, I think it always goes back to what Glenn said. I think they were leaving Terminus at one point. Glenn always had this in him, where they knew people were being held captive in another car, and Daryl's like, screw that, and Rick was like, no. And Glenn says, but that's who we are. We have to be. And I think that still kind of is this piece that keeps Rick from becoming a governor or a Negan. He didn't want to kill, innocently kill all these people. I love that Daryl's like, oh, they'll go up the stairs. Then, like, 50 of them die. <laughs> Sorry, Daryl. That's not what happened. Um, where the hell did Morgan come from? I thought he went off into the wilderness to fear the walking dead. <laughs> Since when did they have snipers in place? <laughs> yes. Also, why do you have snipers if you're not going to shoot anyone? Like, the snipers were not a part of the fight at all. It was really like five until minutes. last night. I also couldn't tell. I thought it was it, it was maybe ambiguous at the end. Were those the snipers? Because Rick takes the walkie off a dead guy. I assume it's a sniper. My wife's like, 
No, I think that's just uh, one of the saviors. I go, he even changed the channel on the walkie-talkie, yeah. and he calls out to the other snipers. I know. when he. Well, I thought he said over the walkie that they had snipers down. Okay, I yeah, I missed it, but I yeah, I'm with you. Like I yeah, I didn't. I don't remember hearing that, but if that happened, I make that confirms what I thought that those were the snipers. Because at first, when he said it's Rick Grimes, I'm like, oh man, why would you say that? Right. You don't know whose walkie-talkie that was. But then I'm pretty sure he said we have snipers down. Yeah, and, and that's when he climbed the watchtower. And did Daryl? You know, was Morgan around to see what Negan? How Negan escaped? I'm I'm confused. There's you know, and they're building to this epic finale. I mean, everyone who's still with The Walking Dead and still passionately involved, they gotta be scared as hell. Because somebody is dying. Mm-hmm. Somebody big. You know, let's jump into that. You know, forget last night's episode. I can sit here and talk about the plot holes and Jadis wanting Rick to be naked all the time. <laughs> we'll, Man, get back. Girl, we'll get, we'll get back there. Somebody's thirsty during yes, the zombie yeah. apocalypse. She looks really thirsty, but I think she's thirsty in a couple other ways, too. <laughs> I like Rick's reaction. Like, just, you know, with those off, telling him to take the boxer. He's like, no, how about with these off? Yeah. <laughs> He's just literally to the Give point. Give me my boots and my clothes. Yes, this reverse sexual harassment on The Walking Dead, opposite of what's going on in the real world now. Like, Rick being sexually harassed by Jadis. Um, but also, it's super easy for him to be like, no, you will not sexually harass me. You will give me my clothes back and you will not sculpt me naked. Was the walker wearing a, a matching pair of boxers with <laughs> Rick? Did I see that correctly? I don't know. I think he might have been. Where did he get the boxers? Because he was naked. I'm confused. Anyway, okay, let's jump into... It was... That part was actually entertaining. And Rick yeah. beat the... I don't know. That, like, that was a really downgrade from the original Winslow Walker oh, yeah. who had spikes. So oh, it was yeah. kind of like this... You know, all right, so looking ahead, we've been told there's going to be a shocking moment in the 90-minute finale, uh, which we hope isn't, you know, 45 minutes of commercials. <laughs> also, we hope it's not the Negan and Gabriel episode that was super boring. Listen, I don't need to see Gabriel again, <laughs> no. ever. No, if he dies, so from the, rest in peace. Okay, so now I'm confused. All right, so let's all make, let's make sense of this together. Negan and I have escaped. From the preview, one could assume that the saviors are apparently everywhere because we have Carl freaking out at the safe zone, Daryl in the woods with a bunch of people, uh, Maggie on the road with Jesus, and then there's a glimpse of Aaron and Enid. So I'm like, how much time has passed here? The saviors apparently have made it everywhere. That's why I asked where Simon is. I'm, I'm assuming that this is pre-planned. Um... What do you, I mean, who do you think's going? I know your immediate fear is Daryl, because the karma kickback would seem to suggest Daryl's in trouble. What What do you think? I think Tara's going to die. Oh, come on. That can't be the shocking moment. No. Okay. No, I think Tara's going to die. I love her to death. Like I said, if I had to be a character, I think I would be a Tara. Yes, I I, I said I agree that I mm-hmm. could see, you know, you and Tara have some similarities. Kind of like this laid-back, chill vibe, but mm-hmm. can, you know, throw down when necessary. Thank you. Throw down in, like, a laid-back, chill way. <laughs> Using, oh, no, that was... She just, even Daryl kind of had that, like, am I doing the right thing yeah. moment? Tara was committed. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, like, uh, yeah. She lost her lover, man. She lost her Yeah, we all forget. Daryl through the head, um... So you think Tara's going to die? But I think that'll be combined with another 
Shocking death and I'm not I'm not saying Daryl. Daryl will not die. Well he won't. Negan so my my thoughts are with the discussion with Eugene, who apparently is gonna supply Negan with the bullets that can kill Rick and everyone. Eugene. Loser. Um Negan personally, his eyes gotta be on the safe zone. So that's where I think the death has to happen. Carl. Carl. My, I've always been on this thought that Carl's going to die. And I can't argue with people who look at me and go, you're crazy. He's the second most important character on the show. You are correct from a you know comic book standpoint. Oh. But he's been this voice of reason this season. And we know what happens to the voice out. of reason. Uh, Dale, see you later. Uh, Herschel, goodbye. It doesn't serve you well when you try to talk about keeping the peace or whatever. And Jesus' name is Jesus, so he gets a pass for keeping <laughs> the peace. But I'm on Carl. Now, I think if you poll people right now, a lot of people are looking at Michonne for a few reasons. One, that would make Rick cry. We can go back to the flash forward. Mm-hmm. And the actress is in a lot of other movies at this point. She's right. in the Tupac movie. She's on the Avengers yeah. now uh, with Black Panther. Yeah. She's in Infinity War. This is a loaded schedule uh, yeah. to keep. So that's another thought. Right. I, but I think it might be Carl. I do too. And I have no evidence from the preview no. or anything else. It's just his time. Yeah. He saved someone else, so now it's his time to go. And, and I'm going to say this right now. Negan lives in the comic book. He's still alive. And he becomes a part of the team. There is no way in hell if Carl dies, Rick does not kill Negan. Mm-hmm. Either the, either that or they just keep them separate. Because yeah. I don't care what anybody says. Rick can talk about mercy or whatever. No way he doesn't kill right. Negan. He already right. wants to kill him. Um, also, who's watching Judith? Let's be honest here, people. <laughs> I have questions. And I'm now Holly, question. is that her name? Holly, <laughs> yes. what's up with all of this, guys? And Maggie... When are you going to show that baby mom? What the heck? He's a very active pregnant woman in a war. Yeah. <laughs> like. Probably not a good idea. Still just hasn't had a doctor. No prenatal vitamins. I think when all this is said and done, I think Rick really needs to have a discussion with his team about how you follow a plan. Because first we have Daryl and Tara rogue. Even his girlfriend Michonne was about to go rogue. Also, we forget that Kingdom Man Ezekiel is supposed to be meeting up with Rick. Instead, he's mourning a CGI tiger in his you know, his theater there because he's an idiot. And then we have Maggie and Jesus who are going to the pickup point uh-huh. with Rick. I'm, I'm confused about everything. Rick Rick's plan seemed to be working. I thought it was funny when Michonne said, it's working. And then I thought, thank you, someone, for <laughs> you have these people locked in a building with walkers around it. Let's screw that up. Which they did. Um, okay, so I watched the really entertaining Talking Dead. I recommend anyone watch that one. I thought the actors who play Eugene and Dwight were great. The joke about the shocking moment is going to be the intercom, intercom system yeah. <laughs> working. Mm-hmm. And Chris Hardwood doing the credits noise was hilarious. Um, are we at a point with The Walking Dead? I, I, I don't know if you had I was kind of like... When they said there was going to be a shocking moment, like, do you have to tell us? Like, can they just. Now it's like this thing. (laughs) With the rate the season's going so far, I guess maybe they're losing. Are they losing viewers? Do you know? They are. And I want to say this because that's a huge thing. So, Walking Dead's losing viewers. But we have to put this in perspective. (laughs) The Walking Dead's still the number one show on cable, you know, 
you got to look at the numbers, specifically with Game of Thrones. That's it. There's only two mm-hmm. on that level. No mm-hmm. one's even close. Yeah. Um, and you look back at popular shows, Breaking Bad, Mad Men, they don't even have half the ratings of The Walking Dead. Also, The Walking Dead is still the number one show on TV, not just cable. I'm talking CBS, NBC, among 18 to 49-year-olds, which is the coveted advertising That's demographic. Huge. So, And it's not, that also is not all that close. So... Well, people are like, they're losing viewers. It's jumped the shark. It's that. The show's going to feel bulletproof as long as they're attached to that 18 to 49 demographic in the way they are mm-hmm. because that's how they make money. For sure. So, and, and anytime you go to any show, eight seasons is a long time to have 15 million people stick around on your show. Yeah. You're going to piss some people off along the way. Um, so you're right. Yeah, it's obviously a please come to the uh, finale, mid-season finale device, but... I'll tell you right now, they kill Carl. People are going to come back for that. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have, the numbers will jump for the mid-season premiere in February. Yeah. Uh, here's what I don't want. We don't, don't, I swear to God, if this is a dumpster moment, I'm going to choke someone out. Is somebody going to die? They need to die right. by the end of the episode. Not the lingering, <laughs> oh no, did they get eaten or did they not get eaten? And I say that, but if I was them, that's probably what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> keep the keep the you know the core you know and, I, and I'm friends with the people at the Spoiling Dead uh, which is a Facebook group that you know hunts down spoilers they've had a tremendously hard time finding spoilers this season The Walking Dead's gotten good they're filming a lot of stuff in studios that are hidden and so there's really they've not been it's hard for them to confirm a lot of things that are going on you know they do get an episode they pretty much can spoil an episode a couple days out but even this one I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if they can get something for this finale. Um, but I'm expecting, when you tell me there's a shocking moment and what's built up, I need something bigger than Glenn dying. I yeah. need something, I need, you know, uh, for Chandler Rick's sake, maybe he doesn't have to wear that eye patch anymore. <laughs> I don't know. And cut his hair. Oh, man. Yeah, he needs to cut that hair. Uh, what happens to this show if Carl dies? Well... <laughs> Where's we Carl we, we should say we both don't like Carl anymore. No, he's just... Okay, I haven't read the comic books. You say he's the second most important character in the comic books. Yeah. But in the show, where You're has correct. he been? He's what the... impact has he had? You are right. And you think he's the second most important character in the... I say that because Robert Kirkman, the writer of comic, will tell you Carl's his favorite character. And I think there's this idea of, like, the future in Carl. Like, I think there's a plan, like... When The Walking Dead ends, I have this vision in my head. Because Judah's dead in the comic book. She oh. really dies like right after she's born. Oh. Um, but I love me some Judith in the show. It's the cutest baby. Come on. Well, if I, I don't, you know, I have, a, yeah. I have an adorable son. And he's a beautiful child. He is a beautiful Judith, child. Judith, I would, you know, him and Judith, I would put them <laughs> together in an arranged uh, marriage like 20 years out. Yeah. Um, no, but... You know, so that's where I lean the Carl thing in the comic book. It makes sense. He's always there. You're right, though. What happens, especially with Judith alive, because then Rick still has a kid. There's still kind of this hope. Um, and the evolution of Carl, I've never been satisfied with what they've done with that character. He's gone from, he's either really annoying, whining to his father, or he's now this softy who's saving some random person who... All he heard was doing, like, reading the Quran for, like, five minutes, and he puts himself on the line. I don't know. I saw someone speculating that maybe Carl was bit in, like, the previous, uh, with the Sadiq thing in the oh. woods. That No one should go out like that, let's be clear. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. I think it would be a ah, man. I guess like what excites me about it is people's reaction if they kill Carl or Michonne. Um, Daryl, I would just hide in my house because, mm-hmm. as I've always said, and as the memes online, if Daryl dies, we riot. <laughs> oh my actual, goodness! We can't kill Daryl because we have a ride with Norman Reedus <laughs> on right after yeah. the Walking Dead. But I think his last episode is tonight. Yeah, whatever. So. <laughs> that, that, that show probably cost five bucks to make, and like yeah. you know, Norman Reedus just riding around on his motorcycle. Okay, let's assume that Carl dies. I, something that I thought about a lot is: Does Rick blame Daryl? <laughs> Because if it's Negan and the crew going to Alexandria and Carl dies in this way of defending the safe zone, does he blame Daryl? And they're kind of leaning on this, like, Shane-Rick relationship. You always have this look on your face anytime I've got something that might affect Daryl in a negative <laughs> way. I'm with you. My fav- One of my favorite moments of The Walking Dead, and I'll say this because I'm with you on the Daryl that love, when Rick... And Daryl sitting by the car after they, you know, Rick bites the dude's neck. You know, those guys that Daryl got caught up with. And Rick basically looks at him and is like, you're, you're my brother. You know, that, you know, few things tug at my heart strings, mm-hmm. but that kind of did. So I'm on team brotherhood here. But Daryl, he, he kind of messed up. <laughs> I think in the moment, Rick blames Daryl. And then, per usual, Rick comes to terms and gets over it. Looks at the bigger picture and realizes that he lost his son, but it wasn't because of Daryl. Well, and Rick needs to take some blame himself because if Carl or Michonne or anyone dies at the safe zone, Rick ain't there. And that's part of the problem. He's mm-hmm. off with his plan to get Jadis and them. Apparently, they might be under gunfire. What also was weird is that was daytime and then the rest of the preview was at night. So I was kind of like, um... It's a lot. I mean, 90 minutes is a lot to cram into a, tra- cram into a trailer, but yeah. we got Carol running for about half a second. I like, tried to dissect this thing. They tried to show every character. Like, do we really need to know where Aaron and Enid are? No, we don't. <laughs> Where's that baby? I thought he was supposed to take care of Gracie or whatever. Dude, I don't know. I have this secret theory. Let's get back to the junkyard. Um, okay. And this, like, moment of Rick being naked. And well, it the... can't be a secret theory if it, you're about to no, share no. it. I'm going to break it right here. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Jadis is a Love Actually fan. And that's what... <laughs> you and Love Actually. I'm just... It, it was <laughs> such... It's such a like... Every, there's so much serious stuff going on. Yeah. That this woman really yeah. wants naked Rick. Like, she wants it bad. She really <laughs> wants naked Rick. Like, he's sweating. He probably smells like crap from being in wherever they were keeping him. And she's just like, you take those off and I sculpt you. You know what? I was thinking that last night. I realized that most of it, well, presumably most of it is makeup and water and whatnot. But, man, does he really smell bad? <laughs> he he has. In the Atlanta sun? Well. Is it, it in Atlanta? It, it's in like, uh, yeah, Alexandria's outside of D.C., so, okay. yeah, about as equally as hot. But that apparently doesn't keep Negan from keeping his jacket on right. 24-7, right. no matter what. Dude, take your jacket off. Uh. I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan isn't as big physically as Negan is in the comic, so mm-hmm. he keeps the jacket on. Yeah. Um. What did you think of... You, last night's episode was slow, but there were some good moments. Like, Eugene went to kiss 
uh, Negan's yes. hands. <laughs> I agree with the actor who played uh, Josh McDermott. Uh, Negan's did extend his hand as if it was a kiss the ring moment. Right. That was a nice scene. Um, that was. It was good. Uh, I like when Dwight, so when Dwight comes in, I guess I'm not sure what Dwight's plan is. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I guess I'm not sure what anyone's plan is. Um, Morgan comes out of nowhere as Sniper Man. I'm with you, Daryl. Thank you, Morgan. Where did you go? Like, apparently you just walked away from Jesus and then became a sniper. And Dwight, you know, he's got this theory. I, obviously, he knows what Rick's plan is, but is he? He has to think that's gone out the window because part of the plan wasn't a truck coming through the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just think it's interesting, and I'm, I'm excited for the finale. Um, I'm excited to see if Daryl dies. I know you are, too. Um, I'm getting the blank stare from you now. <laughs> Getting quite, quite the stare from you. Uh, is Rosie Rosita the, the actress is pregnant, right? Is that why she's just been completely underwritten? Yes. What do you think happens to Morgan? Because uh, the actor is going to Fear the Walking Dead and leaving. Do we see him again leaving the Walking Dead? That doesn't mean he dies. Does no, no, it? no. I don't think he dies. Okay. I, I mean, literally, do we? See, I think he might disappear right. from kind of like he already did. Right. He's off clearing things again. Right. That's the plan. Um, right. Yeah, you think that's what happens? I don't think they kill him. No, I don't think he dies. I just think he goes on a little vacation. You know? A vacation during yeah. the <laughs> zombie apocalypse. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of moving pieces here. Um, so, okay, I think we're going to, you know, I think we're going to have your mom back. Um, so people who are, who are in, eagerly anticipating her return, um, I think we're going to have her back with you to preview next season. Okay. I got plans for the podcast. I want to thank everyone for joining into the podcast that's been listening. I will have the recap of the finale, but I think they're going to do a cliffhanger. So we're going to have you guys back to preview the mid-season finale in February. All right? So that way, full disclosure, everyone, Rachel's mom does not watch the shows live. It's too much for her to handle. <laughs> So I think it'd be easier for her. She cannot go to sleep because she gets too riled up. Well, you're going to have, I think, you know, you you might have to be there for her uh, a week from today after the mid-season finale because something bad's going to happen. And if she's watching it in the morning, that might just screw up her whole day. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Of course. And your final prediction, who dies? I want it. I predict that Carl dies. All right, I'm with you.